Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. So, Liam, we've all had messy breakups. I feel like that's just a part of life. Yeah. But have you ever had one that you really, really didn't handle well? Well, you know, Brooke, I've actually confided this to you before. Like, you know I did not mean to break Tom Selleck's heart. Sometimes things (laughs) just happen. We were young. He was filming Magnum P.I. I mean, I was in Canada. I mean, what was I going to do? Yeah, there was that competition over mustaches. There was that famous competition over mustaches. And, you know, I just, I'm a sore loser. So I was like, if I'm not going to win, I'm walking out. Yeah, I know. I've played games with you. Yeah. So obviously breakups can really mess with your headspace. Like they're not fun mentally. And when you're an A-list celebrity, it's even harder because literally everyone knows about it. Oh, yeah. Case in point, Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis. There's some new dirty laundry, which, my God. If only this would end, and it never seems like it's going to. No. Um, And now it's being aired out in the public eye, and it's really not a good look for either of them, I've got to say. No, not really at all. And some new, very, I would say, juicy details have emerged about their breakup, thanks to a surprising source who really, I mean, spilled the tea, and this person was a part (laughs) of their inner circle of trust. And Mm -hmm. I guess, you know, the old adage, as Risha Skidmore-Williams would say, is true. (laughs) Good help is hard to find these days. Yeah, it's like nobody wants to work these days. Yeah, so get your effing ass up and work. (laughs) From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziprin. And I'm Liam Garrow, filling in for Arisha Skidmore-Williams, who's off for a few more days. It's Tuesday, October 18th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this, all of My Mochi's fabulous flavors like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings or the midnight munchies. Yeah, you know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. 
crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. So, Liam, I think we can agree Olivia Wilde has had kind of a roller coaster of a year. Like, Oh, why? What happened? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple of things. She broke a nail. Oh, yeah. So, on the plus side, her film, Don't Worry Darling, is doing well at the box office. Mm-hmm. Um, she is still dating Harry Styles. And listen, really quick, I'm sick of his bell bottoms. I just gotta oh. say it. I'm sorry. I mean... I get it, but I also love a high-waisted pant just because they're so forgiving. So I'm kind of like, let's Listen, bring it back. I love a high-waisted pant, too. That doesn't mean the bottoms have to be... Flared out? You're so right. Bell. <laughs> Bell. So, <laughs> um, and then, you know, on the flip side, there's been a lot of drama professionally and personally. She had the whole Don't Worry Darling drama with Shia LaBeouf. He said he quit Don't Worry Darling. Olivia said she fired him. Then there's the alleged feud with Florence Pugh. And then on the personal front, like, her breakup with Jason Sudeikis has just been so messy. (laughs) We, of course, all remember him serving her custody papers while she was on stage at CinemaCon. Like, ugh, so awkward. Yeah, not good. And now, as if things couldn't get worse, like, I'm truly blown away by how this story keeps moving forward and how new stuff keeps coming out. Um, Their former nanny... Uh, who cared for their two kids, Daisy and Otis, is now spilling so much tea. Mm -hmm. She did a tell-all interview with the Daily Mail, and she's saying that the rumors that Olivia left Jason for Harry are true. Yeah, which is funny because I should say, Olivia has previously opened up to Vanity Fair about this, and she called all of those rumors complete horseshit. Yes. And said that her relationship with Jason was over long before she ever got with Harry. And so just to, like, build out a bit of a timeline for people so we can have some context... Olivia and Jason got together back in, like, 2011. They were engaged for a really long time before they finally split in 2020, right? Thank you for breaking that timeline down for the hundredth time on this show. Well, you know, sometimes (laughs) it takes the hundredth time before people are like, okay, 2011 to 2012. Okay, we're there. We're there. Yeah, they're like, let me write that in my notebook that I keep by my computer. Okay, cool. Parchment and quill. Parchment and quill. Um, So Olivia then, of course, met Harry on the set of Don't Worry Darling. And in January of 2021, they were first spotted holding hands when they were each other's date to his agent's wedding. And this, of course, kicked off rumors that they'd begun a relationship months earlier Mm -hmm. while she was still with Jason. And the nanny who worked for Olivia and Jason for three years is saying that Olivia broke up with Jason just weeks after filming started on Don't Worry Darling, which was in late 2020. And the nanny also is like, I would visit the set with their daughter Daisy, and Olivia seemed giddy to be around Harry. Well, you know, I, I'm giddy around you sometimes. That doesn't mean we're banging. Doesn't it? I mean, it doesn't always mean that. Right, (laughs) right. So according to the nanny, whose identity has not been released, which I have some thoughts on, Mm -hmm. like, if you're going to spill some tea, tell us who you are. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. don't light a match and walk away, but whatever. So according to this nanny, Olivia started spending more and more time away from home. And Olivia was telling Jason that it was because there was a COVID outbreak on the Don't Worry Darling set. 
But then on November 8th, Olivia came to the house and broke things off with Jason. And apparently this is when things turned ugly. As an aside, I will miss the ear when we can't blame like certain things on COVID anymore. Of like, oh, I can't leave. I'm just worried about getting COVID. You know, that was kind of nice. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to stop. <laughs> so <laughs> the nanny says that after Olivia ended things, Jason actually read messages on like an Apple Watch of all things that Olivia accidentally left behind and discovered that she then was having this relationship with Harry, which, not fun. (laughs) The nanny then says that Jason felt blindsided by Olivia dumping him and that Jason was crying and a mess. And he then, like, spiraled into this, like, furious rant and told the nanny that Olivia had put the moves on Harry during a cast dinner in Palm Springs where she kissed him for the first time. (laughs) I mean... Was that all in the Apple Watch messages? Like, was she, like... Scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. Yeah. (laughs) I'm so glad that I put the moves on you at a dinner in Palm Springs and then kissed you for the first time. Like, what did these texts say? Some people really like to lay out their love, you know? (laughs) <laughs> they want the written record of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> the nanny says at one point Jason became enraged after finding out that Olivia had made a salad for Harry with her special dressing. That dressing, of course, being her cum in Valley Ranch. <laughs> oh, okay. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> sorry, that visual though does make me laugh that she's just shaking the bottle of could you Valley imagine Ranch before just like popping in her purse. Um, Jason's like that's our store bought ranch. Jesus. Um, and she says that Jason actually got so angry with Olivia that he tried to deliberately make her late to see Harry by lying under her car so that she couldn't drive off. Yeah, you know, here's my thing. Mm -hmm. There's so much emphasis being put on the fact that, oh my God, did Olivia cheat on Jason with Harry? Maybe she did, maybe she didn't. But this whole interaction is very obvious to me that one, their relationship was toxic Uh and it's probably been toxic and didn't start this day when she made some special dressing. And Jason seems very manipulative. Well, I am very on guard by a person who goes to a very, let's say, extreme emotional place right away. Like, listen, I understand someone being upset. I understand someone feeling blindsided. The laying down in front of someone's car and then, like, he was apparently also, like, uh, I don't know, like, just the yelling and the, I don't know. It's all to me. It just reads as too much. And I will say that was a bit of a red flag where I was like, "Mm, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, nobody's more blindsided by a breakup than someone who, you know, is emotionally manipulative and was probably a dick the entire time they were together. It's like, what? (laughs) I'm blindsided. (laughs) Yeah. You mean you don't want to get with this? (laughs) (laughs) Not that he was those things. Just speculation. That's right. Of course. Um, So the nanny does talk a lot about Jason's erratic behavior. She talks about how it worsened his nightly drinking, which I'm sorry. Another red flag. Another red flag. If he's drinking nightly... She's like, yeah, that nightly drinking really got worse. But <laughs> yeah. It wasn't great to begin with, would be my guess. Yeah. Um, but she does say she's also not a fan of how Olivia handles things. And she came to this interview with receipts. Mm-hmm. She's got screenshots. Mm-hmm. You can see them in the article. They're of text messages to the nanny from Jason and Olivia. They were apparently sent from the time during and after the breakup. Yeah. So the screenshots included texts from the night 
Jason got upset about the whole salad dressing fiasco. (laughs) And as well as text messages from a month later when Jason complained about Olivia not being home. Mm -hmm. And then other messages that the nanny sent to Olivia after Jason tried to kick her out, saying Jason was calling the cops and was very angry and drinking. Another red flag. Ooh, ooh, just popped up there. Red flag, red flag. Yeah. Yeah. And in a follow-up text conversation with Olivia, the nanny expressed how she wanted to leave the job in peace and said there had been major ongoing abuse and damage during her time working for the family. So Olivia responded by saying it was hard to understand everything since she wasn't there. And the nanny stressed that this problem had actually been ongoing since she left. Yeah, I these text messages were so weird. Like... Him saying he was going to call the cops on the nanny while she was in the house, based on these texts, like she was upstairs with their kids. Yeah. And so Olivia, I don't think, handled it well either. Like, I don't, it's very, neither of them look great in this whole thing. And yeah. it's, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I will say I was annoyed <laughs> by the screenshot of Jason being like, are you at the house? Olivia's not here. And him like sharing the screenshot where he asked her to be there by 10 so he could go to his doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. And then she's just, Olivia's just not there. I'm like, that is annoying. <laughs> that <laughs> like, is annoying, yeah. This man has to be somewhere. Also, how um, big is your house that you can't just, like, walk around and be like, are you here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. So, to be clear, obviously this whole story is just the nanny's version. We we don't know exactly everything that happened from everybody's point of view. But Olivia and Jason have responded They released a joint statement yesterday, and they denied everything the nanny told the Daily Mail. Yeah, so their statement says, As parents, it is incredibly upsetting to learn that a former nanny of our two young children would choose to make such false and scurrilous accusations about us publicly. They also claim that the nanny has had an 18-month-long campaign of harassing them, as well as people close to them, like their friends and, you know, colleagues. Mm -hmm. And in the statement, they also said... We will continue to focus on raising and protecting our children with the sincere hope that she will now choose to leave our family alone. Well, does am I to believe that this nanny doesn't have an NDA or never had an NDA? This, well, you are really tapping into something interesting because that's what a lot of people are asking. And I, I am wondering if this is a situation where it's like if there was an NDA, which I'm going to assume there was, yeah. like maybe it was not as ironclad as it should have been. Or maybe there was like some <laughs> kind of weird like time limit on like you can, I don't know, like you are basically <laughs> released or freed of, you know, the terms of this NDA after a set amount of time after you like stop working for us. Like I have no idea. <laughs> They're like after six months, you can do interviews with whoever you please about all of our drama. After two years, you can talk shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So this is a very classic case of he said, she said, she said, everyone said. Mm -hmm. Um, But the nanny, (laughs) she's dropping a lot of bombs. Yeah. Like, if what she's saying is true, I think they both have some work to do. Yeah. Um, And it means, you know, maybe Olivia was with Harry during her time with Jason. But I also think her saying the relationship was over long before she met Harry, she may have met emotionally. That's how I feel about that. Yeah. Yeah. But Alva Vanani was like, she was talking about getting married just weeks before. So who knows? Yeah, well, we all talk about getting married, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I got to ask, do you believe the nanny? I, the entire day that we've been working on the story, I've been going back and forth on this. And I am inclined to 
yes, believe her only because, like, for as much as you can be like, oh, well, sure, there are text messages, and I suppose someone could refute those and say, like, oh, well, they were fabricated or whatever. Like, the thing that I keep coming back to is, what is her motive? You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, look, I get it. She's getting a payout from Daily Mail. Fine. But it's like, yeah, I can't imagine it's that much. Like, cert- like this isn't life-changing money where it's like, great, now you're set for life. And the choice to remain anonymous <laughs> sort of feels like, I don't know. I just, I'm very, I'm inclined to believe her just because I feel like I don't know that she would just do this deliberately, what, just to like talk shit about people or just to make something up and maybe, you know, tarnish someone's image. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, she was very clear about them not giving her severance and she's not getting unemployment because they're saying she quit. So to me, it seems financially motivated. Mm. That doesn't mean she's lying, but I think that's, that's her motivation for we're talking about it. Um, and if anything, right, that could be like the screw you of like, oh, I was in a toxic working environment and then quit and you're still not going to give me severance. Goodbye. Yeah. Right. They're like, we don't do severance. We don't do NDAs. This is not a typical working environment, lady. What are you going to realize <laughs> yeah. that? We're not like other nanny jobs. We're like cool <laughs> nanny jobs. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I don't know. It's all really interesting. And honestly, I don't even think the nanny looks great in this situation, but well, I don't no. love that they put her in the middle of it. That's not cool. No. And especially the kids. Like, if she really didn't get to say goodbye to them, I understand. Because that's, I feel like that's a worry of hers. That yeah. they think she just left them. So, I understand it. I mean, we've all seen Mary Poppins, you know? Mm. Like, <laughs> It's so sad when she just flies away in her umbrella. I know. I know. They see her in the reboot, though. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> and maybe that'll happen here, too. Who knows? <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziprin. And filling in for Arisha Skidmore-Williams, I'm Liam Garrow. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends, we've got the hot goss. Murder on My Mind, a new podcast available exclusively on Wondery Plus, explores the circumstances leading up to the murder of two young men and the mistrials of the man accused of killing them. Up-and-coming rapper YNW Melly gained notoriety in the hip-hop world for his shocking lyrics and criminal exploits. When two of his best friends were gunned down in a drive-by shooting, investigators suspected the young rapper staged the scene. But after not one but two trials that ended in hung juries and new evidence that may place YNW Melly at the scene of the crime, his trial has been paused indefinitely. With countless twists and turns, Law and Crime covers all angles of the case and begs the question, is this young artist the victim of a witch hunt or a silver-tongued devil who's evil to the core? Listen to Murder on My Mind exclusively and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.